When we storehouse something, we put it in a place that it can still have a ton of value mm-hmm. and, and yet still be used. It's not like we're locking it away, putting it away in some place where mm. it's just gone. The idea of a mm. storehouse is amazing to me it, yeah. be, because I can go and get it, right? I'm, I'm storehousing it there. I can still have stewardship over it. And so when we think about stewardship, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this idea that we've been talking about of redefining wealth. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when a lot of us, when we think about wealth, we think about money, but it's so much more than that. So let's redefine it as the sum total of your time, your talents, your treasure, and your health. And if I'm supposed to be an administer over myself, my number one asset, yet I'm not my own, mm-hmm. right? No man's in an island. We, we belong to our family. We belong to our community. We belong to our wives, but we get to administer that. This is the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. Hey guys, this is Jeremy and I am here on the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. And for some crazy reason, he wanted me to start the show today. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be replaced. <laughs> You're so charismatic. I'm like, I love this topic. This is, this is right up my alley. We're going to talk about this idea of stewardship and storehouse. Stewardship is really cool to me, and I want to take a second and kind of break that down and go back to a little bit of Greek. Um, last year at about this time, um, I was reading the I was reading the Bible, and I came across this this word dispensation, mm. and so I started to kind of uh, like diagram this word. Oikos is household in Greek, and oikonomia is this idea of being like a husbandman, which means uh, being a steward of something that is not your own. Mm. Wow. But I'm going to say that again, being a, an administer, a Mm -hmm. manager of something that is not your own. And a couple thousand years ago, folks who owned a vineyard or owned a farm would have a person who was the administer over all of that wealth, over all of that influence and over all of the resources that were involved with that. And I, I, I want to take a second and I want you to just think about the humility mm. and the grace and yet the leadership and the charisma to take care of that. It's not yours at mm. the end of the day. And yet you're working like it is mm. because you're responsible for its production. You're responsible for the legacy that it leaves. You're responsible for its existence. You're responsible for its health, its wealth, its mind, its body. And, and people depended on these businesses. Mm-hmm. They depended on these households. So it literally is having to do with the economic administration, um, the wealth of something that is not your own. And stewardship is such a deep word. There's mm-hmm. a lot to it. And stewardship involves understanding, mm-hmm. and it involves implementing, and it involves being able to be humble and pivot and realize when you don't understand and you're wrong and maybe you do need to take another direction. And I'll, and I'll tie storehouse into this as well. <clears throat> Caleb, if people had a great place to save their money, do you think they'd save more money? 100%. Why do you think people don't save a lot of money in America today? Because most of it sucks. And <laughs> no, it does. And yeah. you're stripping your ability to steward. I mean, I love this analogy, but mm-hmm. you're, you're giving up control. Yep. And one of our theories is if you had a better place to save your money while you can control it, you should be able to 10, 20, or 30x your savings. Uh, absolutely. When we storehouse something, we 
put it in a place that it can still have a ton of value mm-hmm. and and yet still be used. It's not like we're locking it away, putting it away in some place where mm. it's just gone. The idea of a mm. storehouse is amazing to me it, yeah. be, because I can go and get it, right? I'm, I'm storehousing it there. I can still have stewardship over it. And so when we think about stewardship, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this idea that we've been talking about of redefining wealth, mm-hmm. okay? Because when a lot of us, when we think about wealth, we think about money, but it's so much more than that. So let's redefine it as the sum total of your time, your talents, your treasure, and your health. And if I'm supposed to be an administer over myself, my number one asset, yet I'm not my own, mm-hmm. right? No man's in an island. We, we belong to our family. We belong to our community. We belong to our wives, but we get to administer that. We get to make sure that we eat, right? That we yes. take good care of ourselves <laughs> and, and that we're exercising and that we're, we're taking care of the spiritual aspect of our, of our, of ourselves. Um, but we're not our own. Right. Don't give up control of that. Don't right. let somebody else dictate those things in your life. Be a steward of your wealth, all of it. I, I love both of those examples. And as, as a believer, the, the parable of stewards and when God, or when, the, when Jesus shared the parable and it, it was super, super interesting because we're like meant, like we, it's not ours, but we were meant to really be looking at how we can multiply that and I, I mean, there's, I mean, you said it so beautifully. It, what's interesting about the storehouse is there's this idea of having a storehouse for when bad times happen. Yep. And that's very biblical. Yep. But then also this idea of having a storehouse for opportunities. Totally. Well, th- think about the, the parable that you're referencing. Um, who ended up getting reprimanded? The, the, pers- the, the servant that got only one yeah. and didn't do anything with it. Not a thing. Not one. Yeah, just buried it in the ground. Buried it in the ground. So when when we bury the sum total of our time, our talents, our treasure, our health, mm, I like that in the ground. Like we deserve what we get. Yep. Quite frankly, and we should be reprimanded because you're better than that. Yep. And if if that's a message that you take away from this podcast today, you're better than that. Do not bury your wealth, your time, your talents, your treasure, and health in the ground and hope that something better happens. You're the one that's made the mistake. You've been a poor steward over what's been given to you. Quite frankly, shame on you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I mean, I'm serious. We, we have amazing people on this team and we, ha- we encounter amazing people on the to- all the time um, and we interact with them. And shame on you for not allowing what's been put inside of you to be given to the rest of the world. There's mm-hmm. a reason that you have it. It's yeah. not just for you. Go back to one of my favorite quotes. The value of your life is always measured by how much of it was given away. Yep. And one of the greatest abilities of why we need to be good stewards is so that we can give away our our time, yep. treasure, talents, and health. Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Time, talents, treasure, and health. I love it. Time, and, talents, treasure. And one thing I love about this whole analogy is it has it has everything to do with money and nothing to do with money. Like if you get the money thing right, it gets better. Sure. But- when we talk about you being your greatest asset, how can you be your number one asset if your health's not aligned? And that, and it just goes, it's just amazing. This has been a really good takeaway. Anything else that you want to talk about this idea of stewardship and storehouse? Yeah, uh, there's there's two things. One, ho- the word holistic, it gets thrown around yeah. far too much. Way, way um, too much. Way too much. However, in, in this instance, if you don't, a lot of times we think very linear, right? Mm-hmm. We start here, we go here, and then and then we stop. 
Mm-hmm. Life is not that way. It is multidimensional. When we have this dialogue on a podcast and you hear it and you say something when you get to work or when you're at your business or you're cutting a tree down or, or whatever, whatever you're doing, you're interacting with your family. That thing that we said here that you internalized and repeated or repeated a version of that that you took on board affects people in such a way that we have absolutely no idea sitting here looking at each other how, what that means to them. We, this, this idea of wealth differently and stewardship, don't look at it linear. Mm. Because when you steward a talent well, yep. that's yep. going to grow in a way that you can't understand. And yep. that's not a timeline that you can see. Yeah, it's multidimensional. The other thing, can can I just that that's super profound. We live in a world where we think of compound interest and we think of thirty years it will be something. Right, that's math, awesome, but we're talking about exponential growth. Right, which is huge. Well, and and that could segue or caveat into another um, really good topic, which is the time value of money. Yeah, or lost opportunity costs. It's easy to look at a graph and have a linear diagram of your growth over the course of 30 years. That never happens. Ever. Never. Never in the history of ever has that happened. It just doesn't. That's not how life works. So when we limit what's actually going on to a linear graph that makes us feel good here but doesn't get the results that we're after, shame on us. We're being bad stewards because we're not looking beyond the graph that's presented at the real math behind it. Somebody said... You finance everything. You finance everything that you purchase. Finance everything you purchase. Because that dollar, when it's spent, it's gone. But you don't just lose that dollar. You lose that that dollar could earn you the rest of your life. And we have to take that on board. That is such a big part of stewardship is understand these these concepts of money. But the concepts of money don't just translate to money. They translate to health. Mm -hmm. If If you suck at health in your 20s, yeah. That has an exponential compounding effect later on. Yes, our bodies are amazing and they can heal. And every day, biohackers are, are coming up with amazing ways that we can sleep better, that we can feel better, that we can function at max capacity. <clears throat> and I agree with a lot of that. But if you're 20 and listening to this, take care of yourself. But don't take care of yourself so that you can just live to a ripe old age. Take yeah. care of yourself so that you can live that whole ripe old age. Don't defer what mm-hmm. you want to do right now till to a time later. Just don't do it. And and I love that you use the example of time because I think a lot of times we can relate to that yep. about spending time with the our loved ones, your kids, you know, do the things that you truly enjoy. But so many times we turn our brain off when it comes to money. And that yeah. it goes hand in hand. And so that is the last point that I want to make because we need to talk about overfunded whole life insurance here from yeah. time to time. And it is a tool and it is just a thing, but it is a really dang good thing. I would say so. And I'll be the very first person to, you know, like you can sit me out on with a table and say overfunded whole life is the, the, the best vehicle that we have for our money today and other things change my mind and I'll beat you to a pulp. You know, we're going to do that sometime and we're going to have a camera and we're going to do it. I'm like a really like maybe we go to Wall Street and say that, and then we're going to get the best content in the world. I'm, I'm stoked for that. Like, I'm actually, let's do that. But it's true. Right. It's true. And the reason I bring this up now is because if we're really truly looking to have a great storehouse and be good stewards over what is not our own, then if there was a way to put a dollar into an engine and have it spit out three, yep. would that be a good principle to follow? Yeah. 
does rate of return matter at that point? No. Not at all. Because if $1 goes in and three come out, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. There's certain principles that you can use as a measuring stick. And if, if the tool that you're using adheres to those principles and it's moving the needle forward on the result that you want, do it. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. You don't have to have analysis paralysis and never actually do it. Measure it that way. Right. Have those principles. So for instance, Caleb, if I could have large hunks of money growing for my whole life, yet not lose access to that capital, is that something that I would want to do? Yes. And and if you could have that reality with your money, could you not save more money in that? Yes. Because, and I would, in fact, be excited about doing that because then my large hunk of money would be a larger hunk of money, therefore yielding more money. And I hope, I hope that was an aha moment for someone because it's, it's so often we look at one characteristic and it's, we're so easy to compare, right. but we're not playing a, a level on a level playing field. And I'm so glad you said that because I specifically talked about multi-dimensional yep. effects in life and our wealth. This is the only tool that I know about that has, it's non-linear, mm-hmm. it's multi-dimensional. How can you put a rate of return on being able to leverage capital to do a flip and, and produce a result in somebody or, or, or save somebody's home? Yep. Like forget, forget the flipping for $40,000. Yep. What if you were able to leverage an amount of capital that would allow you to impact somebody in such a way that it changed their life forever? How do you put a rate of return on that? You, you don't. You don't. And that's important. Yep. It's not always about rate of return. Yep. Is it a factor? Yeah, it's a factor, but so there, so is the fact that I have feet. It's a factor. Right. If I didn't have feet, I'd need a wheelchair. Right. You want, you want me to land this plane, man? Land it, man. I started it. Okay, so this is what is so powerful about this. Is you, yes, you, you talk about your dollar, and we, we've talked a lot about lifetime growth, but let's call it generational. Okay, now you're going to get me excited. Right, right. <laughs> but, because you put a dollar in, and that dollar is now guaranteed to impact generation when set up and used properly, right? And yep. and, and you want to say something? I when when so the the thing that that I lacked um, when I left the United States Marine Corps was I was I lacked a long term vision. Hmm. And I thank God that I got my head kicked in on this because we have men and women who have a very short term view yep. of eternity. I believe you're living forever, one way or the other. If you don't believe that, that's fine. And yet, if you love somebody on this planet, how cool is it to have an effect on many generations? And we get so stressed and worked up over money that we forget to live. Mm -hmm. So what if we could just move money out of the way and get on with life, as our friend Dave Anderson likes to say? Yes. I love how he says that. Yes. That's profound. It's extremely profound. We need vision. If I I could add anything to to this this, um, new definition of wealth, time, talents, treasure, and health— I would add vision mm. and it would be a multi-generational vision that's not linear. Yeah. I, I 100% uh, <laughs> am with you on the whole vision idea and the whole just encompassing this dollar being multi-dimensional. So here, here we go. So you take a dollar, you, you it gets generational growth. You can control that dollar Stop for, it. through the rest of your life. Okay. You don't have to choose. It will show up powerfully when it, we don't like the word retirement around here, but it will show powerfully in this idea of retirement as far as cash flow. Right. That same dollar is going to protect you and, and be a legacy. You're, you're able to save more money because this is an ideal storehouse. Yep. And here's where it gets good. We talked about being a good steward. Yep. 
can you not be the ultimate steward? Or as we talk about you being your greatest asset, can you not be positioned to be in the best situation when that is set up? Yeah. Like that is the thesis. It's like, I want people to understand the power of this. This is so multidimensional. We're not even talking about money. We're talking about how you think and how you're able to show up and the decisions that you're able to make, the, the vision that you now can have because you have certain certainty in your life. And, and you can't be a good steward if you're selfish. And the idea of retirement is um, it's selfish and why would you ever want to put yourself out to pasture? Yep. That means the, you have no value to bring to anybody. Right. If you have no value to bring to anybody, that's not called retirement. It's called death. Yep. Like the, just stop. The, the definition of retirement is being taken out of service, i.e., this has been fun. <laughs> the Better Wealth Podcast with the Jeremy and Caleb. <laughs> but no, but seriously, you guys, we are here to serve you. If this is something that intrigues you, go to betterwealth.com and uh, just just engage with us and talk to Jeremy and really get down and understand how this works because uh, not only will this have an impact on you, but it'll have an impact on the people that you're interacting with. And we're, we're, here, to, we're here to make a dent. We're here to make a difference. And we truly believe that one million people that get this and get insured in the next five years will not just make a difference in those families' lives and their lives, but it's going to make a difference in this country and this world. Totally. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.